Make us a mixtape time. My name is Paul Farva. I'm Marty DeRosa. And we are going to go through one of the finest mixtapes out there. <laughs> or maybe not. You might agree. You might disagree. <laughs> you had like, is that your commercial voice? You had a very interesting... It goes high a notch? Yeah. It was yeah. like, because I was looking down and, and you started talking and I was like, who is this? <laughs> it's a it high energy, Paul. Very. Yeah. You're trying to sell like... Uh, uh, tires? The internet or something. Comcast. <laughs> tires. Sure. Um... For before we always forget to do the housekeeping stuff, but yes. quickly we did get a lot of responses uh, in the past. If you have something to say to us, uh, message us at paulmartymix at gmail and keep sending us your mixtapes. We will talk about those again. We did we just did a review of a couple that people sent us, and yes. they were so excited that we talked about it. We we're going to keep doing that, right, Marty? That is correct. And then uh, uh, on next week's episode. Uh, Paul, may I tell everybody what next week's episode is going to be? Please, Let's, please, please. Uh, okay. All Go right. Ahead. Uh, Paul has made <laughs> me, but I assume this is from the legendary breakup mixtape. This is what this is. It's going to be one of many. Okay. I'll, I'll explain it later. Paul yeah. is uh, little by little releasing his mega <laughs> breakup with Paul Farber. <laughs> and it's just like, I never knew uh, people would make a, a breakup mixtape for somebody to be like, hey, think about me. But uh, next week, and I've heard I've heard this mix. <laughs> you and heard I, it. And I just, I have so many questions. So tune in next week while, while Paul does his uh, uh, five, not no not the top five, just no, five. It's, I'll, I'll explain, but it's, okay. it's, a, it's, a, it's the first draft of one, the first time yes. I did one. Also, we're going to talk about Chris Jericho's band, Fozzie at yes. Sturgis. Jesus Christ. Fair enough. But today we have, yes. a, we have a special guest. You guys uh, might know her from uh, The Voice of Reason on uh, my other podcast, Singles Only Podcast, hilarious comedian, uh, Maggie DePaulo. Maggie. Hey, guys. You're back in the seat where you sit normally. For singles only. That's right. And here we are, the the famed studios. Paul is a little uh, more rational about music than relationships. So <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, you won't have to worry about him being like, "Don't we all just hate this band?" And you're just like, "No, this band's fine. <laughs> this band's great. Uh, people love this band." So Although I feel like I want to be here for the breakup. Like, are you going to cry? Is it going to? Oh be- no, no, it's- no! Please explain to Maggie so, and the world yeah, what your breakup. For those people was. that don't know, Marty thinks it's delusionally crazy. Although certain guests we've had. Um, have said, uh, I used to make mixtapes for people or mix CDs when I broke up with them. And totally, I just, we all did. Yeah. See, so Marty, it's not that delusional. And oh, I would oh, no, no, for no. Them keep or asking like questions for yourself. No, no, Both. for them. Was I would it, give them a copy and I make one for myself. <laughs> like, sorry, I broke up with you. Here's a mix. It's the the I'm idea behind it is was it uh, more they broke up with you or you broke up with them? Well, it's more they it broke varies. up with you. Yeah, most of the time it was me that got broken See, up. What with. he wants to do is have them listen to it and go. <laughs> God, this Paul's got such great oh taste in music. I think I really blew it with him. I didn't know he was so sensitive. No, the idea was that they'd be in the car with their new husband, and then the, the mix would accidentally come on, and they'd be like, "She'd be like," and the guy would be like, "He'd find it. He'd be, be like, like wow, what is this? this is a really good. Where did you get this? Oh this man. is really good.'" And she's like, "Yes, it is. And you know what this is? Yes, it was. This is uh, <laughs> basically Toby Keith's uh, <laughs> How You Like Me Now, because yes. he is coming through her radio, and then she realizes." I could have had this guy in yeah. high school, but I blew it. That's it. That's yeah. the that's the theme. Have you so you did make breakup mixes, but for yourself? Um, yeah, I mean, we all did. Um, not I didn't give them as gifts to anyone. <laughs> you kept like them you for did. yourself. Yeah, you made two two copies. It sounds like. Um, yeah, that's right. But yeah, no, I totally made them, and and I think. Um, that was just part of growing up, right? Like songs were part of relationships. Did you have? Did you make a lot of mixtapes for other people or for yourself? Totally, when you were growing up? totally. What I would it? get the the mega box of 
of CDs, the blank ones. Oh, yeah, where they have the big like spool with all of them on oh, there. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, you guys, yeah, you were talking about this on a couple episodes, too. Did you ever get the ones, like the shit ones that didn't work? Yes. Any? Just oh, throw them out. Yeah. 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 I remember, CDs, yeah. Uh, I felt like, to me, I just felt like gold were better. I don't know why. There was I one brand. Like Memorex. Yeah. Memorex was usually uh, better. So take us through the process. Are you getting off Napster? Are you like ripping CDs off of other people? What are She's you, hesitating what's to answer because oh, it's illegal. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah. sure. <laughs> Napster was the way to go. Um, you know, you would, you'd find your songs, like set it up and it would be ready like 12 hours yeah, later. Yeah, you go to bed. That's my favorite part. Um, I feel like no one will understand how fun that when is. When you get the check boxes or whatever, when yeah. it's ready, um, nothing's worse than when, when it doesn't go. And mm-hmm. when you would make these, were you kind of just handing them out to everybody? Was it like for occasions? What kind of, what kind of mixtape maker were you? Um, yeah, I would do, I would make a bunch for friends. Um, I, you know, road trips um, to and from college. Uh, and these would be labeled. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I love yeah. a good label. Did too. you put like colors I, or were you just I-80 basic? I-80 was the route from, you know, here to the uh-huh. Quad Cities where I went to school. So I would, uh, we, I had I-80 volume one. Uh, through, like, do you I-80. remember any of those songs? Oh, God. Um <laughs> He gets shit on on this, but a lot of Dave from Big Matthews. Yeah, okay. um, that's okay. A lot of Biggie. Yeah, Tupac. Um, so I played basketball. Um, so I I would do uh you know the the warm up um you know all the Bulls you know warm up jams Songs. if you will yeah I in the It'd sky be so by random uh, though Alan Parsons project that's the intro music yep I would have a real I had a really random taste in music though like I would have like there was no real you know um theme to them like there'd be some rap and then there'd be like a Bonnie Raitt song that my mom was listening to like mixed in and my friends would be like what the fuck is where did you get your music like were you the person that brought new music to the table or were like was it the center on the team that was like this is what we're going to (laughs) we grew up my parents uh were loved music like I, I can't remember a day in my childhood that the radio wasn't on um my dad this is kind of crazy um, used to perform Elvis at the local pizza place. Foxes and dressed Foxes. Dressed up as Oh, yeah. Him? And, oh, wow. and is known for doing this. Like, How does awesome. this go down? Like, you lip sync? Also, I need to add, my dad is 6'7". Okay. And looks like, Tall like Elvis. Dave from Wendy's. So, like, it didn't <laughs> oh, wow. go. Okay. Um, but he has an awesome voice. So he, oh, he would sing ooh. it, not lip sync. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sing. Like, he was a sing. performer. Wow. He, was a, he was a police wow. officer and a Elvis impersonator at night. <laughs> So um, we just grew up with music. Like he sounds like a character on like Fargo. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, literally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, what were some of his hits that he would sing? Um, you know, did he have a backing band? No, he Acoustic? has like an awesome voice. He would. Okay. I, I, I don't even know the equipment. I was like really young, wow. but my mom would be like, "Yeah, dad's singing." So we'd go up to the pizza oh place, my and my dad would sing. That's so cool. Um, would he dedicate songs to you? Okay. Yeah, this for to my sure. daughter. Um, you know, Hound Dog, <laughs> Suspicious Minds. The uh, whole Suspicious Mind is still one of my favorite songs. Of that, time. so I will say that was that sh- didn't make the cut. When I come back for episode two, when you guys are like, this was the best. I eighty volume two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, was it hard to make this? The five super songs super hard, super hard. But who, so besides Elvis, who was on the chopping block? Do you remember anyone else that was sort of in the running? Uh, Sam Cooke, Otis okay. Redding. Okay. Um, do you guys remember 104.3? Like Dick, yes. Dick Biondi. Dick that was Biondi, like, Magic 104.3. There you go. <laughs> yeah. That was my childhood. Like yes. we got in the car 
and jammed. That was um, it. That was my neighbor. His classics. dad would always play Magic 104.3 or yeah. Oldies 104.3. So your dad was more into the old school ones, not like the classic rock stuff of like WCKG 105.9. That's where my mom comes in. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So we joke she was like the greaser of the couple. Um, the um So my mom loved like the Stones, CCR, uh, Bob Seger, um, she is more of like an XRT oh, yeah. fan, that's, like the subdues. Which which state? Which record or Sub which dudes, station a... was John Records Landecker? Was that Magic One Hundred Four Point Three? I thought it was on the loop. Yeah. Maybe the loop. Ninety four seven. Yeah, I, I remember. I always yeah. thought that was like what a great nickname for, for a DJ. Yeah, oh, what a deal. That's, um, you know, you said Bob Seger. You know, he doesn't get enough credit, I, and I'm surprised you haven't brought him up. Being I like from him. Indiana. I okay. like him enough. I mean, it's not an, he's not an Indian. He's a Michigan. It's a guy. Distri- I know, but it's it's the Midwest. You I know? just Detroit uh, loves him. I like a handful of his songs, but I don't like delve super deep into the catalog. Turn the page and like sure. Night Moves. Those songs sure. are fun. Night Moves amazing. is sure. my top three jukebox song. Okay, why didn't um, I make the cut here? Because I just I needed to limit it to just a couple things. Okay, but like I said, I'll come back and we'll we'll get okay. into Night Moves. I eighty part two. Okay, I eighty. Um, so my parents were into music and they, they threw parties. Like we just, music was a part of everyday life. Listen, if you're a near seven foot tall Elvis impersonator, you're not, not throwing parties <laughs> and you're a Elvis? cop. You know what I mean? You're is throwing... he a ta- is Elvis tall? I don't oh. even know. I, Elvis I, was big. I presume okay. he was, he was like fat. six, three. Yeah. But I don't know. That might just be like, wouldn't it be wild if you're like, no, Elvis was five, eight. He was, like, what? <laughs> yeah. He's just bigger than life. Um, so yeah, so we uh, big music family. Nobody nobody played instruments, but we were just music was just part of life. And then um, the the real influence then came from my older brother, who's eight years older. So he was the one that like brought go. home the CD. I would steal it out of his room and play yeah. songs over and over and over. He was like, "You're murdering this CD. I don't <laughs> like it anymore." Do you uh? Do you, when was the last time you had a playlist or a, a mix for somebody, and who was it? It was my roommates in college. Okay. Like when we graduated senior year, we made a we made. So it's been a while. Which had a bunch of like random things on it. Uh, the Killers was cool then. So I graduated college in '05. Okay. Um, that was the last time I made like a CD. I think I yeah. even still have it. Paul was um, asked, "What was the last CD you bought?" Do you remember when you switched over to? Oh God. <laughs> These are tough questions. These are I, the tough you know what questions. I used to buy. Um, <laughs> The like XRT came out every oh, year. Oh, compilation! Ah, there you yes. go. That's a great. Always good. Those, those were, are always good. They had live um, versions and yeah, I'm, I'm big rarities. Live version fan of a lot of stuff. So those were probably the last couple um, from Coconuts. <laughs> Coconuts. Coconuts. Yeah, we had one by South, across from South Lake Mall. Um, so expensive. You'd like get in your car. It would take like 20 minutes to open it up. Um, yeah. When you'd make a mix, did you take anything into consideration as to like order? Like, was it important or were you like, fuck it, I'm going to put Bonnie right between Tupac and Biggie? Did you care about the order or, or you just were, t- you were just too lazy? No, I cared about the order. <laughs> I, for, for this. Cause that's what your coach really said. Your coach called us and said, you know, she really would have been a better point guard. Two sides of the coin. Did you put a lot of effort or you just not give a fucking You're shit? You're like, these like, are wow. the songs. I'm not going to care about order. Yeah. No, I didn't care, but I had <laughs> a purpose in all of the songs, right? Like, so we had like, you're getting ready to go out music. Right. And then we would have, you know, the stuff you played in the middle of the party and then the like late night stuff, which is where am I boss to move? Uh, my first song. Well, let's talk about it. Yeah, Yeah, let's Let's get right into it. it. First song, Bust to Move by Young MC. Off the Stone Cold Ryman album. This is one of my favorite videos of all time. Oh my God, I have so much to talk about this song. 
so it's a good song, man. Yeah. I love it. Okay, so tell us. It's a great song. Do you know the story behind this song? What is the story? So Wild Thing was real popular, and the record Tone label low. was like, we need a clean version of this. And that's when he was. And they, had like a little, they had a little, uh, <laughs> little I think he might have helped write Wild Thing. Okay. And uh, they had a little a little tiny feud for a second or two. Okay. Because it was like, he, this was like the it clean version. It does have the same. Yeah. Well, he's a tiny person too compared to him. I bet he's like five. I I got uh, I got word from the internet that Elvis is listed as six feet tall, so definitely under six feet oh, wow, tall. Okay. So maybe yeah, five right. eight. Who knows? How tall is young MC though? He's probably like five two. We're not going to get into the how tall are people <laughs> podcast. All right. So so why is this why is this on the miss and why does it start the the group? Because so I think this song like if you were at a so I always think of like party songs. Apparently, I like to party. But if you were in with a group of any generation, my parents down to like millennials, you know, in their early 20s. We're talking from Zoomers to boomers. Yep. <laughs> and you put this on when a party was starting to die down. Guarantee, it changes everything. Guarantee. I That's feel like if you song. played this in like a room full of like 10 five-year-olds, they would all start dancing. So yeah, we'll even say that. Like my kids Why now, isn't this on TikTok? It should be like a TikTok sometimes. My give kids, it time. Give my it kids time. love... Um, I also... Um, if I was to get into an Uber and like, again, you're going to the next bar, like this is my go-to if I can throw it on. I'm, I'm serious. It, like if it doesn't, how do you give it to the Uber? Turn you have the notch your own, up. You're like, here, they got oh, the I put in my song. They got the ox back. Yeah. I'm sometimes. the like brat that gets in the front seat and like demands Bluetooth That's power immediately move. before. This we... is a great song. I, I'm going to say, I haven't heard this song in, in a long time. No, no one's jammed it up, but I would never change it if it came on. And uh, it holds up. It holds up. It's it's you know Marty disagree agree every generation likes it. Um, agree. If you're in an Uber going to like the next bar after a couple of drinks, it's going to be a great night. You keep saying that. How many times have you done this? I, not in a long <laughs> time, but when I did. But yeah, my kids like, like it. This um, was a oh, this was a party song back in. Can you remember back to when you were in college ball? I had this on cassette single. Yeah. Ooh. I didn't um, want to. I didn't believe that rap was going to stick around, yeah. so I didn't want to invest in it. So I bought this on cassette single. I bought Funky Cole Medina, wow. Wild Thing. I was like, these songs are good, but I'm not gonna. I don't trust them. Today. I had the uh, the cassette single or the single, if you will, of his <laughs> uh, of his uh, next album when he tried to to follow up. It was called uh, "That's the Way Love Goes" by Young MC. Oh yeah. I don't think it was a. Super I do big remember hit. that song. Or no, yeah. I'm thinking of a different person that's saying that. This video was the video was epic, sexual, so good oh, yeah. to me. Sexual. Oh yeah, really. This is when I discovered. Oh. Uh, my body. So wow. Like, I love the this girl movie. in it was very pretty. Yeah, yeah. she's really hot. Oh so I don't, I'm not going to get into the details, but I mean, I was a kid and that's when this came out. So, yeah. Um, here comes the hot stepper. That was a yes. close second to this as far as like what it can do to bring the mood to the next level. Yes. If I had to say, it's like a backup. Who sang that? Oh, uh, man. I'd see, yeah, that's you, where I get. That was a uh, that was a big co- a big college song, the Hot Stepper. Yeah, that was, and uh, there was a tag team called the Public Enemy that used to come out to that song. You'd think they'd come out to a Public Enemy song, but you'd be wrong there. Yeah, Here, this video there was like actors. Camus was the artist. Here comes the Hot Stepper. Okay. Camus, Jamaican dancehall artist. There you go. We'd Here never, comes no the Hot Stepper is uh, on my list of songs. If I was played in the major leagues and like <laughs> up to that, that. no, your walk up song. Yeah. That's yeah. my walk up song. Yeah, so. I, so yeah, uh, I uncovered when cleaning out my parents' house, I, cl- I uncovered a, a VHS tape of my friend and I uh, playing this song and, and trying to recreate the video. Wow. And it's really uncomfortable. Oh, I could only Because I, I played like the woman part. Yeah. See that. And I can't, I can't do the shake, but it's really awkward. You have it, though? Oh, I have it. Um, no one will see it. 
Yeah, it's on V. It's for our one hundredth episode. Was, can we watch it, please? <laughs> it's a one. It's VH. It's on VHS, but I converted oh to. Uh, Does it have a DVD. label? Like, uh, you guys label well, it VHS was. Tapes? So I I got all these. Uh, my dad had things on slides from before I was born, and I got them all converted to uh, t- to photographs on digital photographs, mm-hmm. and then I found these VHS tapes, beta tapes, and reel to reel, reel to reel from like yeah. the seventies. Um, and uh, I've converted them, and some of them are un- uncomfortable, but it explains a lot about me now. Like, your I'm like, your first acting role. Congratulations. <laughs> From there to Chicago Med, that can you be. see how it started? But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I did. Did you? How did you? Did you have this on CD, or your brother had it? My brother had it on okay. CD. Um, he had a lot of random stuff, uh, so I would steal it. Um, and then it was on our warm-up CD when I was in college on our basketball, like when you practice you know before games or whatever um were you but a point guard was i right i was okay Makes but sense. it's forever been on my like if you need to pump up the jam in any situation now you live in the suburbs first. now so if you're having a party and i heard there's like big swinger parties in the north <laughs> suburbs do you just be like this is like the code word that you're like just, hey guys yeah you guys we're done with that wine let's let's bring out the beer <laughs> bring beer bombs yeah. yeah everyone just starts throwing their keys in a bowl on the <laughs> yep. table and they all uh, that's the sign that's the suburbs that's, oh, and then they like take an Uber ride to the, I don't know what there is in the suburbs. I like your choice for uh, song number two because it kind of it's it's in the same vein of Young MC's bus to move, but it gets a little more serious. A little yeah. This is a little more serious, and I'm sure people will know it. It's uh, the notorious B.I.G. This could also be a walk-up song. Sure. I have uh, I have new thoughts about this song. Listening to it with headphones, too much puffy. Too much puffy. <laughs> He's I think like in my ear. I'm just like, you got to just you gotta lay out, dude. It's too much like, uh-uh, yeah, uh. I, I, get, I get why uh, Suge Knight and all those guys said what they said at the Source Awards. They were like, "There's." have you ever seen the famous Suge Knight fight, Death East Row Coast, West at the Coast. Source Music Awards? So this was when like the East Coast West Coast battle, battle yeah, yeah, was yeah. starting. So in the like documentary, the no, no, no. Just, oh, oh. it's probably the, on a documentary. The Source Awards, sure. they talk about it. Yeah, from 1998. So, is that right? Uh, no, 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 way earlier. This okay. was like this was like 95, 94. We've talked about it before. So yeah. uh, it's either it's either like Puffy and uh, more like Notorious B.I.G. winning stuff or. On the other side, like Tupac, uh, Tupac. Snoop Dogg right, right, or something. Right. So everybody's, and they're beginning this East Coast, West Coast rivalry. And the awards were in, were they in California? Uh, I think booed. so. Yeah, so, so Suge Knight, and he's all in his uh, He won an award, and a, he goes the, up. The blood yeah. and everything, and he's like, if you want to come to a record label where the producers aren't all dancing in the video, <laughs> singing in the video. And he's like, if you want to be a real artist, come to Death Row. And everyone started booing. And then Snoop Dogg goes, you ain't got no love for Death Row. It was the craziest yeah. thing Just ever. Some. That's yeah. Awesome. And then murders happened after that. <laughs> and then that and was people like, died yeah. from yeah. it. Yeah. But that was like the start of it. But that Gauntlet out of the was way. Laid. So uh, wh- this is, yeah. This why is, is this? What's the, what's this one? So this is uh, probably my favorite, you know, of all time rap, true rap. If, if you call it that, I guess. Um, yes. We do. we do. My husband and I, uh, when we got married, came out to this song. Whoa. So, we had, so we had a live That's band. Fun. Oh, shit. Um, what did your dad think of that? Was he like, what the fuck is this shit? Where's my, Elvis? My dad also sang at the wedding. Okay. Uh, he sang Hypnotize? That he would sang be <laughs> Can't uh, Help Falling in Love for Our First okay, Dance Song. Okay, fair enough. So we had, um, uh, my husband and I both love Biggie. Um, as an awesome gift that I gave him, I had um, 
skateboards uh, with Biggie's face put on them and made it into like an awesome mural for oh, our house. Very cool. Uh, it is cool. Are they uh, connected? They're so they're they're not connected. You know the like the the staple his staple kind of face. Yeah. You know that's yeah. on any T-shirt any. It's that, but it's spread out between three oh, skateboards. It's awesome. Cool. That's um, awesome. And it is really cool. We were laughing when we first like put it up at our house in the city. Um, you could like see it from the street, and people didn't know us. I was like, oh, they're probably like, who the hell? <laughs> These drug dealers. Um, but so Biggie's uh, part of kind of our relationship, and then um, we came out to it, but performed by a live band at our wedding, and it was really cool. Um, which our band was the best, and I recommend it. Uh, the Chicago Players, sure, They're part of the Gold Coast All Stars. Yeah, it's like Gold a Coast ten All-Stars. piece. There's a rapper. They've you know, yeah, a lot of the musicians. A lot of they, the artists in that band are bands that I used to work with and played with. They're so Jeff Goldford, Aubin, shout out. So so good, and they they're like, what do you want to come out to? You know, we can play it or we can throw it on. Like we can just DJ it if it's something. And I'm like, no, I want you to play this live, and it was really cool. So um, I, put, I had to put it on here. And it's just an awesome song. Can't argue that. You're right, though. It does sound different with headphones. Yeah. Too much Biggie? Too much. No, too much Puffy. Puffy, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's so wild because I just had my headphones on and I was listening to it and I'm just like, it was like a a bug flying around your ear. (laughs) He was like, get the fuck out of there. And in the videos, he was like a bug flying around. Sure. He just like pop in. Sure. Remember the video with Mace? Like he was just all over the place. Well, I remember when. Yeah. I forgot what. There was one of the songs that uh, he put out as a Biggie single after he died, but it was like all all P. Diddy in it. And then like Biggie raps like the chorus. I'm like, what is it? And it's like, I forgot what song it was, but anyway. Oh, the Every Step You Take thing? Mo Money, Mo Problems maybe. That I was think that was song. it, but it was just like, this is crazy. Well, but anyway. he did the, the I'll Be Missing You. The No, that was after he passed away. Oh, okay. Yeah, this was, it was Mo Money, Mo Problems, I think. So that it was, like, was this is a Biggie song? Yeah. Cheesiest ever. Yeah. I'll Be Missing You. Those gold suits, those shiny suits they would wear. I feel Terrible. like Mace is so irrelevant now that like he come out to like he like endorse Trump or something just to like be like you know what I always I, picture he's a religious guy. It, that's what I'm figuring. Yeah. Like, did he do that or did I just think of that myself? I like, would not doubt if that happened. Like, it would it be seems funny. One of those, like, like, oh, Mace is back, <laughs> and they're like, yeah, he's at a Trump rally. And they're like, ah, <laughs> go away, Mace. We don't want to see you anymore. <laughs> we don't want to see. Like, I just Mace. picture. I just picture like you know how they, there's always like a reach to see who's going to go on the conservative side. And yeah. Mace would be like a perfect. I thing. mean, yeah. They pay him enough money. They love, like, like if, a, if a black yeah. performer's like, like hey. I'm with you, they're like, please, you can, <laughs> he could probably speak at the Republican <laughs> National Convention want, yeah. if they, if he was like, yeah, Trump's fine. And then, then like, Where's he starts hat? talking like, no, we shouldn't, we shouldn't let him talk. Yeah. But speaking of tr- uh, rallies where you're not allowed to, to play music, uh, this next guy you have was sent a cease and desist letter. His yes. organization did, his estate. Uh, to not play music at the Trump rallies, which was uh, Tom Petty's Learning to Fly. But you suggested that we use explicitly in your writer said it has to be the live version. So let's play a little bit. Yeah. Remember that sound of all those people? (laughs) At a crowd, yeah. Just imagine they're all wearing masks behaving. The cure for COVID came out and everybody's celebrating. We're still wearing masks for a couple weeks just out of respect. Passing joints around nobody cares a laser projection of Tom Petty appears on the screen well, it started <laughs> out down a dirty road started out just 
the proper amount of people singing along. Not everybody, just right. a, a good amount. Okay, so why why this song? Well, I don't mean to be accuse, accusatory because accusatory. You're a lawyer. You should do <coughs> things, Paul. It's a great song. Why this song? Why live? So Petty is for sure. If I, if you had to say like you can listen to one artist the rest of your life, I think has the most songs I can handle. Like every album, every song is awesome. Uh, and I saw him live. I've seen him live twice, but I saw him live at Red Rocks. Um, oh, wow. And Steve Winwood, also on my list, uh, opened for him. And it was probably the best live show I've ever seen. Before um, we get into Tom Petty, I, I have a lot of questions. A yeah. lot of women I know in your age demo love Steve Winwood. Love, love, love Steve Winwood. And I don't get it. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't dislike Steve Winwood, but you're like the third person that said Steve Winwood, which it's just a weird choice. Like, I like his music and I love Back in the High Life. I like it's just, a, isn't it kind of random to you that it's come up before? That's why I, I asked that. What age group were you talking about? Between like 35 and 40. Okay. That's, that's a very five. specific age group. Well, it's, it's come up. It's come up more than once. And I don't, I don't. That literally Post. has never happened. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh my God. I'm, I it's have a, probably I have a another record. Steve Winwood fan. Call. I think it's Steve record. Winwood c- calling and say, "Give me the higher love." Um, what? Why is that? Oh, uh, I mean, higher love. Is it? I, is it? Is it I family? Like, who got, who introduced you to Steve Winwood? That's why it just seems so bizarre to me. Don't you think? If, if it's, well, here's the thing. It's very gentle music. Yes. Uh, it, it's like one of the, where it's like, there there are times where I'll watch, I love watch, I get like real, real fucked up and I watch old music <laughs> videos. And like when a Steve Winwood comes on, it is kind of like, to me, it's just kind of wild how like, this guy was like a rock star. Yeah. Yeah. Blind Faith. I and, mean, he's a legend. Don't I get mean, me wrong. And now it's just like, oh, like, but I mean, so is Phil Collins. They have songs. But Jackson just, Brown, so but the like, Eagles, Don Henley. I mean, but, there's so many. But what so is many. it about him that you can't believe people are fans of? I, I don't, I don't, again, I, I don't mean, it's just so, the people that I've, that have ever brought up Steve Woodward are all women in, in your demographic that are, it just, isn't that bizarre? It's happened more than once for me to make a point. I don't have a really good answer. I will say, <laughs> other than like, you said it's like, it's like sensitive, kind of happy-go-lucky. It's And it's grouped in with a lot of other similar it's artists. It's not somebody like, I would say like, Petty I could listen to all day, right. every day in every song. There's Petty goes of, across gender. Right. Um, Winwood falls in there in the sense of like it kind of goes with somebody like learning to fly is like a happy, you know, if you're in a bad mood kind of song. Like, lift. okay, I think Winwood stuff's all kind of like happy go lucky. It fits in there. It's not enough rock and roll for Can't me. Find and it's my not way like home. a party, you know. Higher Love's a great song, but yeah. um, Bruce it would Horn- be kind of. I bet though Bruce Hornsby's in that. Yeah, Bruce Hornsby. Like, I, get I like them that all catchy ninety three nine. Yeah, those kind of songs. That's just the way it is. No, I I I, I do understand that. Mike I, and the Mechanics. I mean, there's a reason that like it's just it's Tygo remixed Higher Love. Uh, someone else remixed and Bruce Horn. Like he's going after great, your demographic. <laughs> they're like, where can we get that's the white women the, in the yeah, suburbs? And he just remixed yeah with Tina Turner. Now it's. It's all adding up. It's, it's just it's funny because a friend of mine, a girl I dated, loves Steen Woodwood, and she always invites me to go to a concert. And I, I mean, of course, now I'd go to any concert, but it's always like this it's is our so friend funny. Marissa. This is our friend so Marissa. Funny you, you are, yeah. It just it's triggered me. You that are it's so like, it's so crazy. I don't get it. I love him, but to go see him in concert is I, I could think of 
Well, I didn't. So he opened for Petty at Under Red Rocks, but you which said you is also a great love place. Him. I do, okay. um, and I feel like it was a concert made for me. Triggered, man, Paul. You and are. then he Val, passed away. All my friends love him. And Tom Petty, yeah, not Steve so, Yeah. Um, I had to put it on there. I like. I could have. There's a million Petty songs. So Petty, like free falling. Mm-hmm. Talk about. So first CDs that I would steal from my brother. Petty's on there. All yeah, day, all of them. Fever, yeah. yeah. I got into him later in life. I, I used to kind of, I just kind of could tolerate him when I was younger. But then when I started playing music in all our bands, we always covered something yeah. by him. Everyone loves him. Yeah. Our, our friend Chris Burley uh, that you and I know. Yep. Um, we I played see him in bands. covering. He covered, we covered a lot of them in Becky Likes Tigers. I like it. But um, I watched, uh, I, I told you before we started, I, I took some uh, mushrooms this weekend and I watched uh, Into the Great Wide Open by Tom Petty, the whole video. Oh my God. It's like a movie. It's so great. It's wonderful. But even like he's got some of this stuff that's like more chill and then yeah. there's like, you and know, you know don't come around to? here no more. Like he's got like rock. Walls. I've been listening to that lately by Tom Petty. It just came up on uh, Spotify. Paul, I've been using Spotify. Love I know. you. T- I'm, I'm, I'm dipping I'm okay my toes in the Spotify water. Spotify. But Walls by Tom Petty, great song. Okay. Off of Love a, it. that was on the She's So Lovely or something soundtrack. One of those. Uh, who did that? The guy who did that. Brothers McMullen. And then he did another. Oh, movie. she's yeah. the one. She's the one. That's it. Damn, yeah, she's. No, it's gonna bother me. Yeah, he was. A, he was like a white guy. Everyone's like. Everyone was hoping he was a hot. Next, they thought he was gonna be like the next Woody Allen, but kind of handsome. He was like a just a. He always cast the same people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Edward Burns. Edward Burns. <laughs> that's it. Edward Burns. Now, uh, wait. Before I want to say one thing about Tom Petty. Okay, uh, I'm riding the wave of this mix. I'm feeling this. I know. Mix I know. Right I now. like. I'm so it a glad lot. I didn't put Steve Winwood on here. That no, oh, you would have blown. I love Paul's Steve Winwood. Exploded. I love Steve Winwood. I just it's such a bizarre thing that like there's certain people that just like him so much. Tom Petty. Um, I got to see him in concert. At, he did a week of shows at the Vic Theater, and I wasn't a huge fan, but my friend had tickets, and. It was one of the best concerts I've yeah. ever been to in my life. As a non-Tom Petty fan, be, I became a huge Tom Petty fan after that because he put on the best show. They take a break after like an hour and a half of music and then uh, they come back and they're like instead of saying we're going to do an encore, they go, we're just going to go smoke up. We're going to be back yeah. in half an hour. Go get a drink. Go And, and like... Everyone was just like, cool. Like there was no games of they we're going to come uh, They played like over three hours at Red Rocks. Um, that's awesome. And then I saw OAR there the next day. Ugh. <laughs> I'm just I, kidding. But I'm sure that I was somebody's OAR. dream come I true love OAR. seeing them just, play there. It's just, it's so hard to compare it to that. But um, uh, yeah, that Tom Petty and, and people always said he puts on a great show. It was awesome. Him and Bruce Springsteen. And, and I, and to the credit of, I mean, that's still one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Um, especially when he's doing his whole fucking catalog, when he's already, he could be selling out so the United songs. Center and yeah. he decided to do a week of shows at the Vic that Theater. Is cool. So very cool. That's the way to do it. Did you ever? Did you ever see him in concert? No, I wish I I did. Uh, there's there's one of those. Yeah, you just listen to this crowd. And I'm just like, oh my god, this crowd sounds so good. It was just it's just like one of those concerts that you wish you could have uh, been to. Well, you could. There's still people that are having COVID concerts. One of your favorite bands I saw recently uh, did a concert live. Well. We'll Smash Mouth. They're banned from the podcast, and we'll talk. <laughs> we'll talk about it at another day. They did a fucking live concert in in Su- South Dakota. Touring. So Sturgis is a, a motorcycle rally. Uh, there used to be wrestling from there. Believe it or not, I do believe um, it. There was wrestling from there back. I'm in the surprised day. the wrestlers weren't the MCs well, at this thing. Close enough. Uh, Chris Jericho's band Fozzy played okay. there as well, and nobody wore masks, and it's a second. It's just bad. So I used to tell a story about how Smash Mouth uh, opened for Sugar Ray and blew them away. That story's retired. We're not going to talk about. <laughs> about uh, Smash, Smash Mouth, mouth okay. or can you believe a wrestler has a band? 
<sighs> I can. Well, South Dakota, if you if you do miss live concerts, yeah. apparently you can well, go to South Dakota. Well, they claim that Corona doesn't exist there. There's no yeah. COVID there. So, uh, yeah. Well, okay. What are you going to do? <laughs> now, back to your mix. Uh, so, I liked how you started with some old school hip hop, and then you got your Tom Petty song in there. Now, we're getting a little, um, you know, some not super modern, but somewhat modern here with your next song. And let's start to play that right there. It is Rebellion by the Arcade Fire. Doesn't it sound like the Breeders a little bit and a little Pixie-ish? The intro does, yeah. Yeah. It was so, when I was listening to this, my brain was just like, I couldn't remember what it sounded like. And then the Breeders hit me. And then this, yeah. I think I know the Breeders. Is that a band? Cannonball. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that song. Yeah. Yeah, Cannonball's yeah. a song. And then a little, it. like, Britpop when it really kicks in, too. I really enjoyed hearing this song again. So, Arcade Fire, I have a love-hate relationship with them. I hated them for so long because they represented, like, this post-rock sound that I was against okay. as a musician. And they had, like, 50 people on stage. Then I saw them at Lollapalooza. And they, they close out the show, and I was like, why why is everyone so into this band? And I, I sat next to a guy who, he came all the way from New York to see him, a friend of a friend. And uh, he explained it to me. And I had some pot, and I was like, <laughs> okay, this is a good song, and these are good songs. And, it sounds and like I became, pulp. They sound like pulp here a little bit. What's that? They sound like pulp here a little bit. I just, I think they're great. So this is a huge difference from everything else you have on your well, list. Well, I wanted to... I wanted to shake it up a little bit. Okay, what? Why is so this song? Why this song? What would why? you guys call it? So is it alt rock? Yeah. Mm. Okay. No, I, I think they're more like a pro, 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 modern progressive rock. If there's such a thing. Okay. Alt rock? Really? I mean, alt rock. It's just I a feel continuation like of everything. Sure. Okay. When Post I think of alt strokes, rock, you know what I mean? Okay. So that would be the one area of music I'm not super educated on and never got into, like the full. Or just rock, I guess you could say, just rock. But I, I well, but you think it's a little progressive. I like, like the Stones yeah. and yeah. yeah, but all of the Classic bands rock. you just kind of yeah. the newer rock. Mm-hmm. I am not super familiar with and didn't know a lot about. And then I met my husband. He was very into that Arcade kind of stuff. Fire. The F- Foles is it Foles? F O A L S. Um, and I there's like a lot of those meet me in the bathroom type bands. Love that. Love this song. Also, I'm going to throw this out there. u twos on my list, too, and I know Ugh. that that gets shit on. Okay. But it's so funny where that album they put on everyone's phone still pops up sometimes. And people are so like I always, random. Anytime something crazy happens, I just think about the simpler times when you yeah. used to fight about U2. who the Batman character was and getting YouTube, free U2 music. So is it um, City of Blinding Lights? Uh, I saw U2 live at United Center many years ago, and they mixed something with Arcade Fire. Um, is it... I want to say it's yeah, City of Blinding Lights. They they their beginning of that song is Arcade Fire. Did you ever know that? No. Um, they sampled it. They they took like legally. I want to say the beginning of it is Arcade Fire. Okay. City of Blinding Lights. You think it sounds like it? You that they didn't. No, they the story behind it. I want to oh, say okay. is that they like used them to create the beginning oh, of that I song, see. and I was like, I love it. Was a newer. You know, face of you too and i'm like i love these guys and then got into it and i would say this is probably my favorite song i also the band that played at our wedding um gold gold boy all-stars this Grey was boy. uh chicago players gold Coast all-stars they had this on the list of songs that they could play and although it's not a song you would typically play at a wedding i was like oh hell yeah that'd be awesome yeah, and it's about divorce no i'm just kidding, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> it's uh 
to this day the the song that got everybody out on the dance floor. Like really? people went, it was awesome. More than Bust a Move. More than Bust a Move. Um, it just was like very cool to see live um, by a, you know a cover band, if you will. So I had to throw it on there. Very. Cool. I just think it's a badass song. I think. Um, yeah, I think they're great. And just for the record, for the U two, uh, yeah, for some reason, and we've talked about this before. I I just unlike Steve Winwood, who I still listen to and like. I just can't deal with you two anymore. You just can't deal with them I at all. I can't listen to it. I turn I change the station. There's one or two songs that still hold up for me on off of Unforgettable Fire, but um selling these albums that I found my brother's albums on uh Facebook Marketplace. Oh my god. And when people ask about you two, I'm like, just take them. Just take really? them. I don't even want them. Paul deals exclusively on YouTube mark or Facebook <laughs> marketplace. Oh, Maggie's called me out We've, on it. We hung out like two weeks ago for the first time and he kept like disappearing. <laughs> And I was like, "Where are you? Like, right are you doing coke?" And he's like, "No, I just sold like a like a coaster on <laughs> Craigslist outside." I just we sold an on, Eagles uh, coaster. We were on the rooftop here at the. He studios. had like three secret meetings while we were hanging out. I was like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, it's like selling shit. Yeah, you come back funny. with like five. You called me out on Instagram, and it was pretty funny. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, good work. Good work. So yeah, I I like that song. I had to throw something on there that was a little different. Yeah. You know, I like it. Yeah, for the kids, and uh, and also with us that day was Flanagan, who on his podcast with McCann they did a playlist. I listened to theirs, mm-hmm. and uh, very similar style to uh, make us a mixtape. Interesting, we'll have to. Well, it's just they just did it for one episode. I but feel it was like, like Flanagan feels like one too many. Like <laughs> well, so, well, I'm gonna send him a cease and desist. That's fine. <laughs> um, but anyway, off from the desk of do you have a, do you have a letterhead that says from the from the desk of uh, <laughs> I have make me a mixtape? No, we should. Oh, that's a good idea. I mean, what are you gonna do? I feel like we're gonna get more letters from the music that we're playing. <laughs> yeah, no, button. we're not. We're fine. Uh, and then you closed us out with a uh, an all time banger, and uh, this is one of those songs where I go, I never knew what the song was called, and I really? learned it today. Tumbling Dice by Rolling Stone. Yeah, I don't know why I never knew this. It's called Tumbling Dice. This is one of my top three Rolling Stone songs. It was number one for a long time. So this was, had to pick a Stone song because it's by far my favorite. If, again, like if you throw Petty in there, but uh, love the Stones. My mom loved the Stones. I've seen the Stones probably 15 times live oh it's not the most popular song amongst like most stones fans but it's definitely by number one yeah i'm trying to see i'm gonna go to itunes right now and see what do you think their number one i think start, start me, me up, up or satisfaction are the two most played give me shelter give me shelter is one of my top my top three i learned how to play drums to this song it's kind this of funny uh, so my 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 uh before you sorry i didn't mean to cut you no, off but um my cousin I, I, my parents, he played the drums, and my parents like, if you want to learn the drums, you got to be serious. So I would make a little, I learned how to play drums on this with his, he gave me a, a tom, and I and I had uh, like things from, organized on my desk that I now sold on the Facebook Marketplace. Um, Top song is Give Me Shelter, followed by Start Me Up, and Paint It Black. I'll paint it black too, but I love this song, and it's, it's, it gives me fond memories of learning how to play drums on the devil there's so many yeah monkey man what's this song though as opposed to the others uh this is just my like my husband was like oh you should put start me up we oh he helps you with this you're not allowed to do that he was wondering (laughs) what i was doing that's all he's like why are you going to the city um and i was like i'm making this list he's like start me up should be on there because not to bring up our wedding again which is this is not what the podcast is about but 
uh, music was very much a part of it. We, um, in the church, after we got like officially married, instead of playing like church music, we had them blast Start Me Up, which was a very cool. In the church? Yeah. Wow. So um, Bold move. Very. The but okay I didn't want to go with the obvious songs everyone likes. Uh, I wanted to go Paint to the one black that, in the church. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give me shelter. So I wanted, this has always just been my, my go-to, my favorite of all time. It's a happy song, it feels yeah. like, even though the l- lyrics are probably about It's a good party heroin. song. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know a about. good just hanging out song. Everybody likes it. Um, but Stones are on my list, I would say, in the top three. Is that from your mom, then, your influence? For sure. My yeah. mom loves the Stones. Um, your dad's more of an Elvis guy? More, he likes the Stones, too. 104.3 versus... Yeah. I just love that old thing where it's like you either be one or the other, Stones or Elvis. What do you call 104.3? That's more like 104.3? Motown classics? Or? Back in the day, it was oldies. 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 Yeah, it was oh, oldies. Oldies is the word. Yeah. WCKG was our classic rock, and XRT was like our uh, adult... College. Contempt- college. Yeah. AAA in the biz is what we call it. My dad likes like... He likes everything, but he liked uh, you know Elvis, so Sam Cooke, Otis Redding... Right. Like those oldies, which are oldies, oldies. Yeah. Um, I think well, people think the Stones are oldies now. Well, now classic yeah. rock. Oh they play Nirvana's they play classic Nirvana. rock. Yeah. Right. yeah it's right. We had note. someone on here that was like, they said, yeah, that's like classic rock. You know, like, and us boomers were like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, the Stones, I've seen a bunch and love them. Um, how could you not, I guess? But tell me, it's funny you say that. I, Everyone that I play that for is, doesn't know the name of it. I, would, but they I like just like never it. even thought about like what is the song called. I could name, I could like describe it, and I'm sure people go, "Oh yeah, I know that song." Right? Couldn't have told you that it was called "Tumbling Dice for the Life of Me." When I saw it, I'm like, "What's this one?" And then I heard it right away. I'm like, "Oh, okay, I know that one." That's funny because it was it was uh, it was number I think it was number five on the Rewind album, and then the uh, it was also on is it on Exile and Main? Oh, God, I gotta, yeah, it's on Exile and Main Street. Which, if you remember, Liz Fair made Exile yes. and Guyville, responding to every song. Yep. So, yeah. Paul has to get uh, a Liz Fair reference in every. That's not true. Every podcast. <laughs> we that just got so. one. So, are yeah. you a fan? What was she working on before uh, everything got shut down? She was working on a new album, right? Uh, it was going to be a response to the Beatles' White Album with. with Ryan, Ryan Adams. Adams. That's yeah. why something happened. It wasn't Corona. It was Ryan Adams' personality <laughs> that got in the way. The Ryan. Beatles is something I never got into. If we're being honest, that seems like uh, yeah. What? Any reason for that? My or mom just... liked it. Uh, too like kind of hoppy for me. I never. I, I can't say I like loved the Beatles. See, that's like that Beatles Stones thing. That's <laughs> yeah. the other thing too. There's yeah. Beatles Stones where it's just like some families are just. It's like Cub socks. They're just one or the other. You weren't raised Beatles. Yeah, I get what you mean about that. Like. It's like it, it's easy to just kind of be like, ah, eh, they're that like I love you, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. just kind of like, meh, I don't like that. I like more, you know. But then you could hear some of their weirder stuff, and you're like, okay, this is because they are such a weird mm-hmm. band where it's like you can go way back to all the like Ed Sullivan '50s stuff, but or right. '60, you know, early '60s pre-drug, post-drug. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They they after Revolver and uh, or you listen to Bob Rubber Dylan, Soul, and you're like, yeah. oh, we got to change everything. Yeah. Now this is uh it was a very diverse mix. I really liked it. I love that I heard Busta Move again for the first time. And I was, and after you sent it, I was like, where is this cassette single? Because I could sell that on Facebook Marketplace for that. at You're least $2. You're going to find yourself playing it on And the then I, I got to learn also that uh, our bud Paul here has a real aversion to I don't Steve have an aversion. <laughs> this song I don't like. Paul, take us out to Roll the sweet <laughs> sounds. <laughs> Of Mr. Stephen Winwood. I like him. I just was. It's a. It was a. It was a concern. Is this, is this blue, roll? Blue-eyed soul. Would they call this? White guys stealing <laughs> black people music. This is such like. 
I wonder the video if he's for on this. A... Oh, Do you remember man. the video for this? No, it was, it was like him dancing. and a bunch of black yeah. families. Uh, and they're like, look at this white ethnic. knight here. <laughs> yeah. I wonder Lord. if he does cameo. Maybe we should have him uh, send Paul hey, a message. It's me, Steve Winwood. Hey, Paul. I like Steve Winwood. He's like Paul, Steve here. British, right? British guy. Yeah, of course. He was in Blind Faith. He's a legend. I I like him a lot. It's just such a random, random coincidence that it happens all the time. I bet you that concert, if you go to a Steve Winwood concert, it's just a bunch of women wearing Stevie Nicks clothes. I bet if you turn on that Access channel, Steve Winwood's on there right now. It's all boring old white guys who sing the blues with like a bunch of like gospel backup singers. That's all it is. He does have some like. Kind of Christian oh, rock They vibe. all have like a bunch of like gospel backup singers. The Can't Find My Way Home by Bl- when he sang for Blind Faith is one of my favorite songs of all time. <laughs> and I love I love Back in the High Life again. But oh, I just I it's such too. a bizarre thing. But um anyway, Maggie. This, this is, is how you end it. Now this yeah. is how you end. That's right. And Paul's like, Maggie, thanks for doing the podcast and I, I made you something. <laughs> and then in the in the script it says Paul pulls out an old cassette tape out of his pocket. <laughs> It's a good movie ending. Yeah. yeah, gives it to Maggie. Maggie, where can people find out more about you other than oh, at a Steve Winwood concert? Yeah, plug um, your dad's business too. <laughs> yeah, my dad's available for parties. Uh, plug that wedding band, baptisms, uh, bar mitzvahs. Um, I'm on Instagram, Maggie Hughes Apollo on Facebook. Um, I'm also a mom, so I'm just you know living the dream. <laughs> Catch her in the listening suburbs. Listening to all these old lady mixes that you yeah, <laughs> yeah. with the neighbors putting all your uh, keys. I've in got the a Bruce Hornsby uh, fan page. <laughs> Bruce's Bruce and the Burbs. Bruce's you heard it here first. Thank you, Maggie DePaula, for joining us, and I'll see Thanks you again on me. Singles Only Podcast. Oh my God, um, he's plugging his other podcasts again, Marty. Marty, where can people find you? At SteveWinwood.com. <laughs> Hit us up with your thoughts on Steve Winwood, Bruce Hornsby, and anything else we've talked about today at paulmartymix at gmail.com. Go back into your own high lives, everybody. Live your best life.